Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone live today at the warehouse 1825 south 300 west price is so low to blow your mind we do have gear left but it is going quickly i would recommend you get down here uh great job on sounds the week right there from austin brought to you by friends at the utah jazz a limited number of upper bowl tickets are available for tomorrow night's game against the magic call or text 801-355-DUNK do it now and purchase tickets to go see the game uh, somebody who will be there at the game, uh, as she is every game. Uh, let's get out to the zone phone now. Joining us, uh, she works for AT&T Sportsnet. She is Kristen Kinney. Uh, what's going on, Kristen? How are you? Hey, guys. Good to hear from you. Well, we appreciate you uh, jumping on with us. Um, talk a little bit, I guess, uh, since we haven't had you on for a couple of weeks, Kristen, talk about kind of the way this Jazz team is rolling. We can get into specifics about that final game against Memphis, but how they've put it back together to go on a little streak here. Yeah, I think the team has been awesome. It's been so fun to see them really turn things around. I know there was some struggles before All-Star break and a few games after All-Star break. We were concerned about the slippage on defense, I mean, it had dropped significantly um, from where it had been during that hot stretch in the first half of the season. And so the guys recognized that and I think really took it to heart and realized, hey, we got to tighten things up. Um, one of the things, too, we got to factor in is that from February 24th to March 24th, I'm not trying to make excuses, but when you only have one home game <laughs> during that stretch, uh, it's really difficult, right? So you're going to expect some slippage here and there. Nobody's perfect. But I just think um, they've pushed through. It shows their resiliency and focus. And now on both ends of the floor, they're top three, uh, as I reported last game, offensive and defensive rating, um, which is championship material. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting that you say that because Jake and I have had that same exact discussion. <laughs> Remember when we talked about that early, Jake? And we were saying if they are ranked in the top five in both of those both sides of the ball, that is championship material. Well said, Kristen. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no That's argument the there. Said. You heard Steve Kerr say it, right? And the only team to have done that, this is one of the stories I did out of break last game. Um, the only team to have done that in both a top three d- defensive and offensive rating, uh, the Warriors, when they won the title, and then the Warriors again when they won the title. So, and Steve Kerr pointed that out. He's talked about that before, that you have to be a top five and you have to be top five defensive and offensive rating. Um, and the Jazz remind him of where the Warriors were three to five years ago. So I, this team has it for sure. And look at the superstars, too, and just really stepping up big time when it, when it matters most. Rudy, Donovan, unbelievable. Can I follow up on that about Donovan? Because, Kristen, you watch these games very closely. What is it that's different about Donovan this season uh, as opposed to last season? Because I think there are little significant steps that he's taking 
that that both both from a physical standpoint and from a mental standpoint, uh, you know, scary flights aside, you know, mm-hmm. as far as what what he's doing, the way he's leading this team is different. It really is different. I think he's made a concerted effort to have better starts. He's talked about that. And you always hear, you know, the guys, when you ask what do you attribute that to, the first word they're usually going to say is, oh, man, I'm just more aggressive, right? That's the the buzzword, the key word. Um, But he really is. He's taken it into his own hands, made it a priority. And so for me, what stands out, if you look at the last handful of games, the starts that he's had. So you compare that when I think before he was just averaging about five points or so in the first half, and we knew him as a second-half player. Um, People have criticized his hero ball, yada, yada. Um, And he always has been that guy that you can rely on down the stretch. But what about from the the jump? And you see that point production double over the last handful of games. And he's really focused on that part of his game. And I think having – a more more strong starts and consistent play through all four quarters. And that, to me, is, is what really is key. And you talk to his teammates like a Jordan Clarkson who said, we go as he goes. So when he starts like that, we follow. It gets us rolling. And that's, that's, that's a mentality thing, right? Like knowing, okay, I've got to come out, and I, I can't just play from behind, you know, and, and play the hero ball that he's, we, people have criticized him for. Um, but that's also who he is too, right? So you don't want to, to um, knock him down for that because he is that guy. You want that guy that can, like, show up in those big moments, right, and, and drain that crucial clutch three. Um, but he's just added that other layer to his game of being that guy who's starting strong. And to me, that's the, the difference maker. Kristen, this is a, a personal curiosity question. But uh, as you know, uh, we air all of the post-game media availability uh, after every game uh, here on the Zone Sports Network. And you are on all of those because I hear your wonderful questions all the time. Uh, I, and I'm curious, do you have a favorite interview on the Jazz right now? You know, um, by the way, I got to say, it's really, sometimes it's really hard to ask questions when you're playing the same way over and over. It's like, how do I ask the same question again and again? You probably experienced <laughs> that too. But um, yep. so I would say. I always love talking to I mean, the guys are so Rudy's been great this year. Actually, he's been really good. Um, I always love Mike Conley, his poise. Um, Donovan's very honest this year in particular. He's, he's hit me right back with like, KK, you know what? Like this is how it is. Um, so he gives me a great interview. George is so funny. Um, man, I used to say George was the funniest for sure. But I think I really appreciated Donovan's um, authenticity this year in his answers. Um, and Rudy as well. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to those guys. And, of course, always Mike Conley. Kristen, what do you think of the story about the Jazz with their difficulty on their flight to Memphis? Uh, this was when Jake and I first heard about it. We, on the one hand, we thought it was kind of you know, funny, the whole bird thing and all that. But the more mm-hmm. we found out about it, the scarier it got. What was your reaction and what what's your reaction to what the player's reaction has been? Yeah, I absolutely feel for them. I am usually on the flights. Um, our broadcast team normally would be on that plane uh, if it wasn't for COVID and all the new changes. But you you hear something like that and especially – 
there's a genuine fear of flying, and, you know, Donovan has expressed that. It's no secret. Um, and that's a traumatizing experience. And I'm actually shocked, you know, that they even got on the plane again and, and made it to that game just because of the, how traumatizing that is. So, um, and then even got the win, right, and pushed through. So that just speaks to the, the way that they're able to overcome that adversity. Um, that's scary. Uh, I feel for them. I was thinking of them and checked in, you know, with several members of the coaching staff. And it, it's just I wouldn't want to be in that position. And thank, thank goodness everyone's okay. Uh, but that's something that Coach said, you know, it's not just going to go away soon, right? You're probably going to feel that for a little bit, and especially now the team's home, um, but then they get back on the road Sunday. So, you know, it's, it's tough. I'm just so grateful that everyone was safe and the pilots are so skilled and trained and landed them safely. So with all of that and, and Donovan Mitchell not being with the team, how impressive was, uh, was it to you for them to go out and get a win? I think it was so meaningful. Um, it uh, spoke to the, the grit and Quinn, I, Quinn did reference that, um, that's a lot to to handle and to show up in the way they showed up and then to have uh, that Memphis team push back uh, and then to recover from that, you know, in the fourth quarter and down the stretch. Uh, the mental fortitude is, is something that stands out. Um, Got to give the guys a lot of credit. And, man, that would have been really tough. And then to get back on the plane and come home. So, uh, yeah, it's a – it was a huge win for them and just really proud of the guys, uh, especially just knowing that, like I said, you know, being usually a part of the team and around the team and on the flights. And I just really am proud of what they were able to do um, despite everything that they went through and just hope that, you know, everybody's, um, you know, mentally okay from that and they'll move forward and be in a good space. So, Kristen, the Jazz started the season great. They, they had that uh, that little hiccup there uh, around the All Star break, uh, and then they've uh, they've come back strong again. We talked about their high rating at both ends of the floor, best record in the NBA. If you were to pick out one thing that you think they need to improve upon and need to focus on down the last 25 games uh, in the season before the playoffs, it, what, what would you, what would you uh, select? Yeah, that's a good, such a great question, Gordon. I think there's been conversations about really guarding fast, quick, athletic guards, like a Russell Westbrook. Um, I think that's probably the area that stands out um, and just, seeing how the guys do adjust to that. So we've seen this team do really well at adjusting to different coverages. Um, and when shots aren't falling, the defense has to pick it up. So I just think that that's, that's been a, you know, the fast, quick guards, athletic guards have been a challenge at times. So really seeing, you know, how we approach those situations. And then offensively, you know, we are being thrown so many different coverages. You look at what's happening now to Jordan Clarkson and the scouting reports on him, and he went through a little rough patch. Of course, bogey um, with his slump as well. But, you know, adjusting to all of that, they're going to get things thrown at them now and scouted differently and more aggressively and, you know, finding ways to still do what they do, right, uh, at a high level and to success, um, limiting those turnovers 
still playing the way that they want to play with the pass, breaking the paint, kicking it out. Um, so, so those those kind of things, I think. And um, as the the level of intensity and the level of scouting continues to increase. Kristen, last thing from me, and and I'm really just bringing this up to to pay you a compliment, and I hope you don't feel pressure to to take this in any direction you don't want to. But um, uh, mental health awareness mm-hmm. is 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 a big deal, and I saw online that uh, you you broke down some personal barriers mm-hmm. to kind of get your story out there and let people know that you know they're they're not alone and that mental health is a is a huge deal. And I just wanted to pay you a compliment. I was really moved by it. I, th- I thought it was really, really an, uh, amazing. And I, I compliment you on, on being comfortable enough to, to let people know they're not alone. I thought that was really awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, for those listening that, that don't know, it's, it's been something that's really hard for me to address and talk about, obviously, because of the stigma associated with mental health. And you know, during the pandemic, it was brought to the forefront, several of my, my issues there and I was recently diagnosed as bipolar. People hear that. They go, oh, my God, she's crazy. Um, but, you know, so so many people uh, are living with that. And um, it's important to talk about, especially as times are you know so challenging and we're facing so much adversity in life. And for me, there's a, a there was World Bipolar Day on Tuesday. So I wanted to talk about that. I'm a part of discussions on Clubhouse and having a weekly Clubhouse room called hello low where we talk about exactly that the lows of life and it's really amazing to get vulnerable and people are craving it people are wanting to talk about it you're not alone with what you're navigating and dealing with and you know it's important to address these things especially right now so that's that's the reason i i chose to announce it um and yeah it's a challenge you know living with it and is a challenge but it also is a strength as well so yeah, thank well, you for bringing your, that up. Your your message was amazing, Kristen. Like I said, I, w- I was moved by it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think you're helping some people putting that out into the world. And that that I know that, you know, just watching it, I know that wasn't easy for you. And I, I can't imagine. And I just I just think it was so cool. So thanks for talking about thank it. Thank you. You're all making me cr- getting uh, emotional here. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, hey, hey, can I second what Jake is saying? Because I've known some people who have had whatever, I mean, different kinds of, there are different uh, aspects to mental health, but we have got to get to the point where we get rid of that stigma you were talking about, Mm -hmm. Kristen. I mean, it is no different than any physical condition of any kind. Mm -hmm. It just needs to be handled, uh, addressed, uh, uh, worked on, treated, and move forward. You know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. that, that whole thing, what you said about, I'm not crazy, man, that, I mean, it makes you chuckle, but it's like a knife to the heart a little bit, you know? I mean, people need to become more and more aware of what this is, Mm -hmm. not only so that those who are getting some, uh, are addressing it properly, they they get that, but also that people who, who find out that they're being treated some way or another don't take it the wrong way, you know? I mean... It's it just needs to be emphasized over and over and over again. It, it doesn't. When I was on the clubhouse groups and conversations, there's hundreds of people all around the world chiming in, sharing their similar experiences and stories. And so it's it, you know it's a real thing and affects a lot of people from all over the world. And you know if if we collectively come together to better understand it, you know we can 
know, feel better, right, and, and move forward, like you're saying, in the positive direction instead of trying to hold it in. Um, and it, it's a big – it's healing to be able to discuss and talk about it and be open yeah. and honest. Good. Good. Well, Kristen, thank you very much for, for not only that message but all the great jazz information, and thanks for what you do when coming on the show today. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you both. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Kristen Kinney, our friend from AT&T Sportsnet. And uh, I, I, I was kind of on the fence about bringing that up, uh, Gordon, but I, I'm really glad that I did with her because it was, it was very touching uh, online. And uh, I thought she just had some really great things to say right there, and uh, I'm happy she chose to do so. Well, I didn't see that, but I'm going to go directly to it you should. Uh, as soon as I can. Yeah, you should. Because I, I have known people through the years who have had all kinds of different things that they had to deal with. And, and this whole idea, this, uh, this stigma that's attached to it sometimes, what that does is it drives people into isolation, and then, then nothing is done about it that can help. And that's the worst thing that can happen, you know? Yep. So I'm really glad that you uh, said that to her because uh, everybody needs to needs to understand that. All of us need to understand it better so that we can handle it appropriately yep. and and handle those who are handling it appropriately. But I'm I'm it was it was great and and I'm certainly this sounds weird to say but but proud of her for putting that out there because it's going to do a lot yeah. of good.